Welcome back to the 13th episode of the Hoops District Podcast. Um, It's been a little while since my last episode, uh, but I got a very um, interesting take that I wanted to explain. So, the center position is probably the most stacked in NBA history in terms of, like, all-time rankings, along with, you know, the point guard position. Both of them are very stacked. If you're doing the top 10 point guards of all time or top 10 centers of all time, there's always a lot of guys that are left out. And, yeah, it's probably the most two most stacked ever. Like, when people think of the greatest centers of all time, they think of... Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Wilt Chamberlain, Shaquille O'Neal. A guy like Hakeem Olajuwon has been starting to get credit, a bit of credit from the media. But I, I still don't think a lot of people fully grasp just how good Hakeem Olajuwon was. He's the best international player of all time, easily. He, and I think he's the greatest center of all time, which I'll explain in a minute. And I also think he's top five all time, which I'll explain a little later. Hakeem is the greatest big man, greatest center of all time. He was an incredible two-way player for his size, just a great passer. A, like His defense, he might be the greatest defender ever like in NBA history. He's definitely top three. <clears throat> um, he led his team in all five major statistical categories, points, assists, rebounds, steals, and blocks. He led him in all those five major statistical categories nine times. Nine. That's the most in NBA history. 12-time All-Star, 12-time All-NBA, MVP in 1994, Nine time <clears throat> nine time all defensive, two time defensive player of the year, two time NBA champion, two time finals MVP, led the league in rebounds twice, and led the league in blocks three times. Hakeem's two championships were some of the most amazing playoff runs in NBA history. His his nineteen ninety four playoff run is probably well I think it's it's the greatest individual playoff run of all time. Uh like Ralph Ralph Sampson, he was a twenty and ten guy, all star, and he was Akeem's co star, but after Ralph Sampson's injuries started really bad and they eventually derailed his career. Hakeem pretty much arguably had the worst supporting cast for a star ever until 1995. Like for a a superstar, you know, a star player ever until 95. Where he actually, in 95, he actually had a, a solid supporting cast. You know, he had Clyde Drexler, he had Sam Cassell. So let's, let's start off in... 1986, Hakeem is in his 
second year in the league. He's 23 years old, and he helps lead the Houston Rockets to the NBA Finals against the Big Three Celtics with Bird, McHale, and Parrish. In the 1986 playoffs, he averaged 27 points, 12 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, and 3.5 blocks on 53% shooting from the field. And in the conference finals, against what most people consider the greatest center ever, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who averaged 27-6-3, Hakeem put up averages of 31 points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, 4 blocks, and while doing it on 52% shooting from the field. And the Houston Rockets upset the Showtime Lakers, who were just fresh off a championship the year before. Um, and the Rockets reached the finals. In the finals against the Celtics with Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish. Uh, one of the greatest teams of all time. Hakeem pushed them to six games with his best player, Ralph Sampson, averaging like 14 points and nine rebounds on only 43% shooting in those finals. Like he was playing, Ralph was playing extremely well in the first the first few rounds, but then in the finals he really underperformed and Hakeem was carrying the Rockets. And uh, he pushed Boston to six. He averaged... 25, 12, 25 points, 12 rebounds, 2 steals, 3 blocks, and he did it on 48% shooting from the field. Also, keep in mind, he was 23 years old, and he was only in his second year in the league. But after that finals appearance, it really went downhill for Ralph Sampson. The injuries really started like piling up and his tenure in Houston was over in 1987 and his career was definitely shorter than it should have been. Very unfortunate he had to go through all those injuries because he was a really good player. And as I mentioned before, Hakeem had the worst supporting cast for a star, superstar player um, in NBA history from the time he lost Samson to the time he got Drexler and Cassell. Um, so from around 1987 to 1994. So in the 1993-94 season, Jordan retired. For the first time. And Akeem has one of the best individual seasons ever. With his second best player being Otis Thorpe. Averaging 14 a game. Hakeem didn't even have an all-star on his team. Not even a Hall of Famer. And he still got the chip this year. He still got the championship. No one else in NBA history has won a championship without an all-star or a Hall of Famer on their team. But Hakeem did it. 
Hakeem averaged 27.3 points, 11.9 rebounds, 3.6 assists, 3.7 blocks, 1.6 steals, 53% shooting from the field, and 42% from three, even though the three is a really small sample size. He only shot 19 threes the entire year. Uh, still pretty good, though. Like he, he carried Houston to 58 wins. He won the MVP. He won the Defensive Player of the Year. And he won the Finals MVP. No one else in NBA history has done that before. No one else. No one else. So, in the playoffs is where Akeem really goes insane. Overall, his playoff stats were a really, really, really good 28.9 points, 11 rebounds, 4.3 assists, 4 blocks, 1.7 steals, and 52% shooting from the fields. I'm going to go through each round separately, like from round one to the finals here, because it's really, really, really impressive uh, with what in what Hakeem Olajuwon was able to do um, in this run. Greatest ever playoff run. Greatest playoff run ever. So in the first round, Hakeem Olajuwon goes up against the... 47-win Trailblazers with Clyde Drexler, Rod Strickland, Terry Porter, Cliff Robinson, Jerome Kersey. A really, really deep team. A really, really good team as well. Uh, so he puts up a monster 34-11-5 on 50% shooting. And four blocks and two steals. And the Rockets win 3-1. Then, the Rockets went against the... 58 win, sorry, 56 win Phoenix Suns with, uh, you know, Charles Barkley, Dan Mousery, and Kevin Johnson. And this was the exact same Suns team that went to the finals the year before against the Chicago Bulls. Hakeem in the series played very, very good defense on Charles Barkley, who averaged 20. He did average 23 and 13, but on a mediocre 45%, which was 5% below his regular season average. Hakeem was incredible in that series. 29, 14, and 5 on 56% from the field, along with a steal and four blocks. His defense was just insane, and the Rockets beat the Phoenix Suns in seven games. Then in the Western Conference Finals, they went up against the 53-win Utah Jazz with John Stockton and Karl Malone, who are both top five in each of their respective positions all time. Uh, for point guard and power forward. 
Hakeem again plays amazing defense. He holds Carmelo to 43% shooting while putting up 28-10-4 on 50% shooting, and the Rockets win in five games. Now on to the NBA Finals against one of the greatest defenses ever. and uh, the, the New York Knicks. And this series was a slugfest. It went to seven games. It was slow as hell. Grinded out series. None of the games went over 95 points. And they were all... None of them were even decided, like, none of them were even went over, like, no one ever had, like, a 10-point lead at the end of the game. They were all extremely, extremely, extremely close games. The Knicks had Patrick Ewing, Charles Oakley, Anthony Mason, Charles Smith. They were a loaded defensive team. They were loaded on the defensive end. This is like elite, elite defense. Like I said before, one of the greatest uh, defensive teams ever. Hakeem played incredible on both ends of the floor with literally zero help, no help on offense. Vernon Maxwell was his second leading scorer. He averaged 13 points on 36% shooting. Robert Ory averaged 10 points on 32% shooting. Sam Cassell averaged 10 points on, 40, on 42% shooting. Uh, so Akeem was carrying a massive load on offense. And with everything Akeem had to do on offense, he still was able to shut down... Patrick Ewing to 18 points on 36% shooting. And he pretty much shut down Ewing for the entire series except Game 5. Ewing had a, a, a good... Like, Ewing was trash. The only game he, good game he had was in Game 5. Like, in Game 6, 7, Game 3, he was a non-factor. Hakeem Olajuwon locked him up. He put the clamps on him. Hakeem for the series put up 27-9-4 on 50, 50% shooting from the field to go along with two steals and four blocks. So Hakeem, he leads his team in all five major statistical categories while playing all-time great Great defense for the entire 1994 playoffs. He led his teams in points, assists, steals, rebounds, blocks for the entire 1994 playoffs. Like, how, like, how, let that sink in. While shutting down Patrick Ewing, while holding Carmelone to 43% shooting, while holding Charles Barkley to 45% shooting. He was going up against, like, uh, all these teams who had... He was he, he was the lone star on his team. Meanwhile, these other teams, like um, the Phoenix Suns, they had Barkley, 
They had Kevin Johnson, who was an all-star. They had Dan Mousry, who was an all-star. Um, uh, the the Jazz, you know, they had Stockton and Malone. Uh, but Akeem, what did Akeem have? Otis Thorpe? Like, what the hell? So that was the greatest individual playoff run in NBA history in my book. 1995 is up there, though. And that was another one of Akeem's playoff runs. The Rockets were like the sixth seed in that one. I might talk about that a little later. Yeah. So now let's compare Akeem to some other all-time great centers that most people think are better. Hakeem absolutely destroyed Shaq in the 1995 finals. Well, on the offensive end at least. He put up 32-12, and 2-2, and it was a sweep that was gone in the finals. He dominated Shaq on the offensive end. Like, Shaq really had no answer for Hakeem. He, he, Hakeem also upset the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals in 1986. And he got the best of Kareem, which I mentioned earlier. He dominated David Robinson. He dominated Patrick Ewing. He dominated Sean Kemp in these playoffs. Like he, he always outplayed these other elite big men. But he didn't have that superstar guard that these other big men had to take the pressure off of them. Like he had Drexler for a little while, and don't get me wrong, Drexler was still amazing. But like he was in, he was in his thirties. These other centers had these prime guards they were playing with, like Sean, like Sean Kemp. He had, like Sean Kemp had Gary Payton, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had Oscar Robertson, and Magic Johnson. Shaq had Penny Hardaway, Kobe Bryant, and Dwayne Wade. You know, all these guys didn't have much success at all without a superstar. Like, when they didn't have these superstar guards, they weren't going anywhere. Akeem was in the weakest era, dominating the weakest era of basketball in the 1970s. He was, like, winning MVP and he was missing the playoffs or getting bounced in the first round. When he got Oscar, he became a champion. And without Magic... The Lakers really couldn't, like, everybody knows Magic Johnson was the leader. He was the heart and soul of that Showtime Lakers team. It wasn't Kareem, it was Magic. He was the leader. He made everything work. He was the system. Yeah. So Akeem might have been a better, like, offensive player, but it was Magic who really made him like a champion. Like, meanwhile, Hakeem was winning championships without a superstar guard or another superstar player to take uh, the offensive load off of him. In the 1995 playoffs, he put up 33-10-4 on 53% shooting from the field to go along with a steal and three blocks. They won the championship this year as the sixth seed. And this wasn't a cakewalk either. 
the combined win percentage of his opponents was 72.6%. Sorry, 0.726%, which is the most of any team ever in the playoffs. He was dominating Charles Barkley. He was dominating David Robinson. He was dominating Carmelo, and he was dominating Shaquille O'Neal in, in this run. And all these guys had the better teams around him in this run. You know what he did to David Robinson. You know he's pissed that he didn't win that MVP. He swept Shaq in the Orlando Magic. He beat the Utah Jazz. He beat the Phoenix Suns. Some additional things as well. Hakeem is the all-time leader in blocks. All time, and he's also eighth all time in steals. Like, that's pretty hard to do. To be like, it's it's not it's not every day you see a center like a big man. That's like it's usually the guards that are stealing the ball more than the the, the big man who are usually just blocking shots. But that's pretty impressive for a center to be steal number eight all time in steals. And then he's the greatest like he's he he's the one of the best, if not the best shot blockers ever. And he's also eleven all time in scoring. So he's top well, let me check his rebounding real quick. I don't know where he goes in that. I think he might be like he's gotta be like top twenty easily. Let me check this real quick. Uh <clears throat> Okay, he's he's 13th. So he's top 15 in points, rebounds, blocks, and steals. Like, that's really, really hard to do. It just shows Hakeem's all-around two-way dominance. Like, Hakeem Olajuwon's the greatest center ever, man. Top five all time in my book, like individually, you might be even even like top five all time. I mean, like in terms of greatest players ever, he's the greatest center ever, and I really believe he's the fifth best player, the fifth greatest player ever. And uh, in terms of just like individual ability. He might be even higher. So, but I mean, he really needs to get some more respect among the general NBA community. But that's going to do it for today's episode. Uh, The NBA playoffs are literally right around the corner, so I'm definitely going to be... Making a bunch of podcasts about the playoffs. Um, and 
seeing how my predictions really went. But, um, you know, that's all. Peace.